Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Queen, I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, come through, through Queen. Queen. This is episode eighty-one. What's the tea? Spill the tea. Hey, Brendan, can you believe we're eighty-one? We're 80. It's been 81 years. Were you born in 1981? 83. Nice. Hey, Brendan, can you believe we are now canon? We're canon. In uh, the Bravo Cinematic Universe. You might be tuning in for the first time. I don't know. Because <laughs> we got some major prom- promo <laughs> promo over the um, week. What day was that? Was that Monday? Monday, OC night. Mm-hmm. Shannon Bedore. Leslie Grossman, Watch What Happens Live. And us. And Come Through Queen. And by us, we mean a delightful listener named Neely. Yes, called in. Called in, asked a question, but before she asked the question, she slipped in a The Boys at Come Through Queen, just like The Boys at the Roundup. <laughs> Except we're not going to suck Mark Duber off. No. Uh, she, Allegedly. She, she slipped in that we love Shannon Bedore. Like she does as well. <clears throat> and from and Shannon had no idea what she was talking about. I know. I feel like Shannon put on a good face, though. Yeah, she was smiling. Yeah. It was better than her frowny face. Maybe she looked it up at the end of the show. Shannon, mm. if you're listening. We do actually love you. Yeah. Um, what else have you been up to? Uh, mm. Just a quiet weekend. Yeah. You know, recharging before the holidays. Yeah. Getting ready for family stone season. Yeah, I'm... St- Family Stone season in my house starts tonight, if you're listening on Friday morning. It starts tonight. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. It's my yeah. plan, I think. Exciting. I know. 
Um, we're probably going to have a special Family Stone episode. Um, for those of you who aren't Family Stone scholars, you can get into it. Um, we did one last year if you want to go back to listen. Yeah, but it's worth revisiting. Um, so yeah, it's the one thing out of the Housewives slash Drag Race canon that we really like. We'll end the view. And Riverdale. In this economy. This past weekend, actually, I watched all of Riverdale with Alex. I've been hooting and hollering about Riverdale since last season, but nope, not canon until Dan thinks it is. <laughs> I mean... It's, like, stupid, and from what I understand, from, like, the bits and pieces I've seen of Pretty Little Liars, it's very similar to that. Mm -hmm. Of, like, teens talking about serious, like, murders. Yeah, the, okay, so we're not going to go into Riverdale because it's, it's not what we talk about, but the one thing that I bugged me... I think the community me, loves Riverdale, though. Okay, the one thing that bugged me was Betty slut-shaming Kevin Keller for just wanting to go... Get off up. in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how dare she? There Maybe, can't be many places for a gay person to go in Riverdale. I know, but she's probably trying to protect him. From what? From from the dangers of the woods. Okay. It felt very slut-shamey, but mm -hmm. I liked the episode because we got to see more of Ke Kevin. And I love seeing the queer goings-on in Riverdale. <laughs> um, can't wait for a Jughead moment. Of what? I don't know. Just like for my Jughead dreams to come true. Mm. Isn't he supposed to be like asexual in the comic books though? He is. And they haven't really acknowledged that on the show yet. And it's not all of the comics. You know how a comic... I, I'm not a comic queen, but I know that there's different <laughs> versions of comics. There's different universes? Parallel yeah. Universes. Like in one universe of Spider-Man, for example, I think he's like a bi or pan person of color. Oh, I think you're right, actually. So, like, it's different things. And, like, in one universe... Oh, my God. We're talking a lot about Archie. But in one universe of the Archie comics, Kevin Keller died? No, Archie died to save President Kevin Keller's <laughs> life. Our first gay president. Our first gay president. <laughs> actually, not really our first gay president. Our first gay president was, what, Buchanan? Who's the gay president? What, isn't, wasn't Lincoln a little gay? Well, yeah, everyone's everyone's on their journey mm -hmm. on a spectrum, but there's like one who was like a famous bachelor president. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, isn't yeah. a history podcast either. <laughs> <laughs> but a fun fact: Brendan used to work at Coldstone. Constantly pose oh. with a court, a cardboard cutout of Kevin Keller from the comics as part of his social media shtick. As part of my brand, um, around 2013 or so. Really, um, that old? We're old, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, 2014, too. Okay. okay. Um, that's still in my office. I visit it sometimes. Mm. So We'll move on to something that we talk about. Though. Yeah, something that you may be <laughs> looking for, or may not. Who knows? Uh, so the first item this week, we, which we have to get to because everyone's hooting and hollering about, mm -hmm. the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer. In the words of Vicki Gunvalson... <laughs> oh my god well before we get to our comments let's read some of the hot takes from our listeners who chimed in so uh rasan henderson says looks boring as hell but maybe that's just me adam w when this season of oc looks exciting by comparison you know you're in trouble true philip anderson said literally nothing appears to happen they haven't even bothered with the usual out of context clips that trick us into think there's thinking there's actual drama true uh, Marissa Ronis says ZZZ emoji. 
Yeah. Ben well, Pollock. She just posted that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben Pollock says, they have nothing and Lisa Vanderpump needs to go. Um, and then John Boyega says, so it's going to be another dry season. And then the truly worst take that I have seen on this trailer comes from one friend to the show, Connor Bean, of the semi-regular segment, Connor Bean Real. And the persistently optimistic Ireland native. And he said, Berlin, Tokyo, Camila's back as a friend of, new cast member, I'm ready. Oh my god. Who paid him to okay. say this? Is, I want all of our... Bravo's bankroll? <laughs> okay, Connor's Twitter handle is at Platinum Jones. Oh my god, don't summon people to bully him. I'm not, sum- I'm not summoning bullying, I'm just saying you can tweet at him and tell him to go to the eye doctor <laughs> and maybe get a new prescription. Mm-hmm. So, Brennan, what is your take on this trailer i don't have it like i it wasn't good yeah there's like nothing that i'm like honing in on like well we spend the first minute with lisa vanderpump explaining to us how one lives in the beverly hills like honey we you've been with us since 2011 we know we get it i've been to beverly hills myself i've been to pump I've been to Sir. I've been to Villa Blanca. Yeah. We know. I went to the site of the Beverly Hills uh, Chamber of Commerce uh, 100 anniversary party. <laughs> so that was a misstep. You I- had some thoughts to say about Lisa Vanderpump when we were talking pre-show. Oh, yes. show. So I think I, if, they, if they're going to insist on keeping her on the show because she's an OG forever, I can come to terms with that. I can live with that. But like, I don't want her to be the center of it all. I don't want her to be the center of the drama. I don't want her to be the narrator. I just want her to be like the matriarchal figure who kind of just like stirs it up, tells it like it is, and then that's it. Yeah, like I think this... Okay, so we are now running into two franchises who are having a longevity problem. Mm -hmm. Um, First being OC, and that is a very different kind of problem. That is a problem where there's this like really toxic matriarch who people don't want to film with and that sort of thing. So they have to keep on recycling like bing bongs to come in and film with her and that sort of thing. Lisa's a different sort of thing because everyone wants to be on Lisa Vanderpump's good side in a way. Yeah. So then there's nothing going on. They're just fighting over who's better friends. It's so dumb. And like, who were the major drama? Who brought the drama in early seasons? We always had the Kim. And that was a sad drama. Yeah, we couldn't deal with it. There we, was Taylor, and that was a also Taylor, sad. and that was a sad drama. But like hers, I feel like if you brought her back, she she's was, ready. She's, she's moved ready. on. She's like remarried. She will still get like Chardonnay drunk to the point where she's cackling yeah, into she, a bed. Because a lot of these women are too self-aware, too concerned with their image. Right. Taylor wants to come there, get her paycheck, stir it, stir it up, and like. They all, from what we saw in the trailer, everyone's like, oh my god, Lisa Rinna's crazy. And it's like, no, Lisa Rinna's the only one coming to play, yeah. and the rest of y'all aren't showing up. Yeah, the only, like, the few times I woke up was, like, Lisa pushing, like, a huge stack of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could, watch, I could watch her push that luggage for a mile. I don't, I will say what I don't need from Lisa, I don't, 
I don't care anymore about Amelia Earhart and Delilah Love Someone oh, really? Tonight because it's already it's already ventured into the we already saw one of them with Scott Disick and that's mm. just like gross and dirty because I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't want to see that like They're being thrust into the spotlight in a way that could be negative. Right. So like whereas like when Bella and Gigi became big, they became like huge automatically, so they skipped over all that, that like gross middle ground, yeah. Middle Hollywood stuff and just went yeah. straight to the top. Mm-hmm. I don't want like Gigi was a woman of the year this year with from Glamour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh <laughs> Okay, also we're introduced to Teddy Mellencamp, but like we're not introduced. It's just like this woman speaking in the trailer and we're supposed to know who the hell she is. Yeah, and if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know who the hell she is because we did the research <laughs> yeah. long ago. But even like us doing the research, some scenes I couldn't tell if it was Teddy or Dorit. They look too much alike. <laughs> yeah, you can't have housewives who look alike. And like Dorit cut her hair, but she's also known to be someone who like changes up her hair a lot mm-hmm. so it's too confusing bring bring in an older woman bring back maloof bring back maloof but like the way these series judge themselves is bringing in an older woman who's not as concerned with her yeah. image like a bador yeah a Duran, a Duran, a margaret joseph i feel like yeah i feel like i'm a fucking record player on repeat <laughs> because this is what we say all the damn time but nobody seems to be listening yeah I don't know. These young housewives rare, rarely succeed. I know. Sorry, Jules. But we want her to succeed. Uh, but um, we'll be watching. I know I joked to someone today that we're not going to cover it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll be watching. And hopefully they're just like playing a long game with us and are going to give us like a huge um, uh, mid-season trailer. Mm-hmm. But in the trailer, though, they mentioned Berlin and Berlin trip happened like minutes ago i know in real life maybe like there's like unseen footage of erica jane going to like a sex club in berlin with her (laughs) what do you think happens in berlin with the minions yeah oh okay they probably had a really fun time in berlin i know give us that footage yeah all right (laughs) the a-list berlin let's move on to some morning talk news (laughs) this really like came out of nowhere I mean, we're not watchers of the talk. Not watchers so of the talk. We, don't, we like had no idea. So I think they had been testing people to re- replace Aisha Tyler mm-hmm. because she the, left. Because she announced her departure a few weeks back, and I think we might have mentioned that it wasn't even weeks. It was like a. It was months. Months. <laughs> <laughs> Time is a social construct. And she's like, she maybe left a few weeks back, and they've been testing people for a exactly. Little bit. And I think they tested Eve. Back when Bethany posted that, the the cookie stuff. The cookie, cookie to boo-boo dying, having a seizure. Because thing. until Eve was officially announced as a co-host just this week, I didn't catch wind of her comments of Bethany posting the stuff. And she was very outspoken on Bethany posting the stuff about the dog. Well, yeah, so they announced that Eve is a co-host. And the clip where they talk about Bethany is bizarre, first of all, because it's like... Eve and then also Tony Goldwyn, who plays Fitz on Scandal, oh, yeah. seems to be a guest co-host also. And like also the most outspoken of like the panel. Which and usually is... like the guest is like, yeah, okay, like let's talk about the project. And that's also really it's not weird because networks do do cross promotion with their shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like people will go to other networks, but it was like weird that he was like sitting on a panel because he's an ABC star mm-hmm. and 
ABC has a panel show. Yeah, hello. Take a little time Tony, to enjoy, enjoy the view. The view. Okay, so Eve like was came out really negative against Bethany, and then not the first panel talk show host to do so, Sunny Hostin. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I love talking about the Sunny Bethany. The Sunny Bethany. But then earlier this week, Nicki Minaj broke the internet. Not quite, but... She did. She broke the internet. Did she break it as much as Kim did, though? No, but it was... Okay, so if you don't remember, back in 2014? Was that the Yeah, it was 2014. Um, the famous Kim Kardashian paper magazine cover came out, Break the Internet. Mm-hmm. Friends of the show, Paper Magazine. Um, yeah. And they just released a follow-up, Break the Internet, that was Nicki Minaj having sex with two other Nicki Minajs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> And it actually, like, paper's brilliant this way because it didn't, like, maybe it didn't break the internet, but, like, the talk was oh, talking yeah, no, about it and no, outrage. we're talking about it. Yeah, Come we're talking queen. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Major media outlets. Uh, so Eve came out very hard against Nikki, saying, like, you know, she respects women in hip-hop, this and that, but she's like, personally, I would never do that because... I have I I know I like I don't want to be a role model, but I found out that I am a role model because young girls out. look up to me and this and that, and the barbs went crazy online, just dragging Eve, because like I feel like Eve is like having a little bit of revisionist history. It's not like Eve was like a demure mm-hmm. rap, a demure rapper, so like for her to be act like. It's so wrong for Nikki to do this. Seems a little like crazy. It's fine. Like it, I think like a like a more digestible message for her to say would be like, at this point in my life, I could never imagine myself doing this. But good, good for Nikki. Like I know, but these shows aren't looking for digest- mm, digestible, especially since she's brand new. She's trying to like make a and the talk has been losing to the view for over a year. <laughs> You've been very excited about that. <laughs> so, like, The View makes headlines regularly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and The Talk doesn't, because The Talk is full of borasses, yeah. and that evil woman, who I will not name, Sharon Osborne. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly about Sharon Osborne for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, so, they need to make headlines, and this is, I mean, like, they brought Eve on for a reason. Yeah. And it wasn't for her to, like, have a, like... Nice, even group hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one last fun fact is Eve's Twitter handle is at the real Eve, and there is a panel talk show called The Real, which just seems to be like not good branding for her right now. I got an in case you missed it <laughs> G chat from Dan with a link to one of his own tweets. Well, I just about like, this. You, you love morning talk content. I didn't want you to let this slip by. <laughs> I didn't engage with it at all. I know you didn't. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to some more. This is just like a little blip on the screen. A that little I talk blip about. on the Twitter screen. So, <laughs> did you engage with this tweet, <laughs> I did. It has a lot more engagements than you. Seventy-three retweets and one hundred and eighty-nine likes. Whoa! I can only dream. Um, so someone named Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia Smoot, who is verified, unlike a lot of Nazis this week, um, tweeted, yes, it's true. Hashtag R-H-O-D is looking for new wives for season three. 
Will they be additions or replacements? Time will tell, clock emoji. Know any good candidates? DM me your suggestions. I have the casting director's ear star emoji. Is And this person is someone you may have met in real life? <laughs> so I like can't place my... She looks different in every photo, so I'm not 100% sure. But I think when I went to watch What Happens Live last year mm-hmm. with Leanne Locken, I think this woman was with her. In the entourage. And I, I, if this is the one I'm talking about, I told her that I thought she looked like Deborah Messing and she didn't take it as a compliment. Yeah. Well, that was probably also like during the time where Deborah Messing was a big, outspoken Hillary supporter. I guess. So maybe like she felt a way about that. Maybe she just didn't like smash. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so we have a ton of shows to talk about, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Scared Famous, Atlanta, OC, Dallas, New Jersey. Yeah, and I'm going to mention Trixie and Katya while we talk about. Oh yeah, Scared okay, Famous. okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so stay tuned. All right, we're back. Scared Famous, are you scared? Yeah, so we've got five five shows to talk about. I mean, like, Scared Famous is half a show. Yeah, it's just like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. The highlights were everything. Okay. Alaska's doing Aja drag. Yes. And <laughs> just, like, in her own world, like, posing while like, everyone was, like, having a house conversation and, like, Alaska's just strutting and posing down the hall and then eventually i forget what led to this moment where new york told her to sit down <laughs> yeah i think it was like after they were talking about like either who maybe new york just learned that she was getting voted in or probably they were waiting to see who was getting voted in mm-hmm. but like alaska was hooting and hollering and new york was like alaska sit down and then she just sat down sat down I do want to say the dynamics between New York and Drina this week were very exciting. I beautiful, 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 beautiful television. New York screaming at Drina because Drina is not respecting the Ghost Twins is like one. I will like think about this on a weekly basis for years to come. The rest of your life. This goes. It goes back to this like the producers. I think told them all different things. Mm-hmm. And I like that they did that. Yeah. They definitely like some people were told to go along with this. Some people were told like nothing. Yeah. Beautiful. But both of them seem to be in on <clears throat> treating the the supernatural as if it's actually real. It seemed like Drita was until like this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a clip though on that you can find on like VH1's website of this interaction. Even if you're not watching the show, yeah, like go watch this clip. It's beautiful television. I can't do it justice by talking. About and it's sad that New York pulled Rita in for her competitor to get kicked off because up until this point, like I've kind of been fine with whatever happens during elimination. Right, but going into the show, it was New York, Drita, and Alaska that I cared about. Yeah, and like, and Ava, has, I've grown to. Yeah, Ava, and what's his name, Don. I like him. Yeah, he's in the alliance, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, 
we're surprisingly we're still like in it two weeks after halloween still in it still in it <laughs> hopefully they have like a santa claus come down the chimney next. it's actually only getting better in my opinion because mm. it's getting more and more unwell but let's go over actually i just wanted to mention um the trixie and katya show started on viceland this week what's i didn't get get to catch it even though they released the first episode weeks ago on youtube or something and if you liked their um their web show uh, or whatever i hate saying it mm-hmm. but it's good it's like that but it's extended and with like it's a little more toned down because that web show could get like crazy ooky kooky and um it's like that there's like some man on the street stuff it's solid it's good um a great night of television is watching that at 10 into broad city at 10 30 mm. it airs at 10 yeah that is a, a good combo. I'm actually two behind on Broad City, though. Oh, well, I watched both of them mm-hmm. last night with a cup of tea. That's nice. Um, but let's talk about Atlanta. Okay. That intro scene, Cynthia coming for Tamara's wig with that bath the tub. Sen- the central bath at Lake Bailey. Yeah, the central mm-hmm. bath at Lake Bailey. I would. I love Lake Bailey. I want to Airbnb Lake ba- Bailey. I was, I said this, I think Lake Bailey is one of my favorite housewives homes of all time. Yeah, it's so different from every other housewives home we've seen. Like, most of the housewives homes I don't want to live in. Mm-hmm. Like, ladies of London homes I wanted to live oh, well, in. Well, that, those are like <laughs> palatial. Yeah. But, but palatial and like not, um, palatial like, in a like a gross a way. way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like. Like, Maloof and, like, Vanderpump are not homey. Right. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll do a house mm, episode. A house hunters episode. It's, like, hard to do that, like, on a podcast. Cause yeah, there's no visuals, we need visuals, but, like, yeah. Maybe we'll figure out a way to, like, mm. do a house, some house content. Because I yeah. would love to talk about that. Ooh, maybe it's a video. Just a video segment. Of the houses. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we get a scene with Cairo and Sheree. Which was I, fine. I do want to touch on before before leaving Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia is not only coming for Tamara; she's also coming for Car- Carol with with that man that she called Norbit, the twenty nine year old. Oh yeah, she went on. Okay, yeah, that was yeah, that was a little, little later. We went to Porsche for a second, but let's talk yeah. about Cynthia. And I just want to like keep it all to Cynthia for a okay. Minute. This. She went to this house that could have been in Scared Famous. Yes, it did look very Scared Famous, like thrown together by a producer. And this like man who tells her to put on a blindfold immediately. I know, not, not in this year, 2017. And then here's something I had a problem with. The date was a surprise photo shoot. And it's like, what do you think Cynthia does for a living? I know, it's like, you're putting her to work. It's like, if someone took me on a date and was like... Here, you need to develop some digital strategy for <laughs> LGBT nonprofits or something like yeah. that. It's like, do you want to do that? Yeah, but she probably has had enough of that. But she seemed to enjoy it. Although it didn't seem to be like maybe we didn't get to see it all, which is probably the case. But like they like judged her up and then we didn't actually get to see the photo shoot. We saw like a second of it, but it was like, mm. I don't need that. Yeah. I feel like this was a this is a plot line though that like goes back to like remember when Bethany dated that photographer and they had a, a photo shoot date season two or something not really it's unwell um that was great and then we find out it's 29 yeah which, which is, is a, which is 
At first, I thought it was a bigger spread than Carol, but it's not a bigger spread than Carol. It's 21 years. Yeah. How old is Carol? Carol's like mid-50s, and what's-his-face is like in his 20s, not mm. like on the precipice of 30. I think he's on the precipice now. Well, now, but like, he, she's been with him for a few years. Yeah, she's 54. Adam Kentworthy? Kentworthy... Eh, it's not real like an yeah. easy thing to find his age. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't come up for him like yeah. it does for Carol. Okay. Uh, so Portia. She's making a very big thing out of nothing with this whole Nini thing. Yeah, and also like just the her and her sister moving in together. Yeah. Not liking it. There was like all this weird banter back and forth and like it ended up like we need to we need to like close the doors in case one of us is watching Pornhub and it's like Yeah, that's a lot. Have you ever talked about porn with your family? <laughs> no. <laughs> or acknowledge? Uh, I do want to say, though, this is my theory to the Porsche Nini stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone came into the season fine. Yeah. Like, everyone was getting along other than Porsche and Candy. But Candy was just like, I'm not going to rehash this shit again for another season. Like, the like drugging stuff and the stuff with Phaedra. Mm-hmm. So, like, she wasn't going to engage with Porsche. So Portia's just like, all right, I guess I have to, like, make a big deal of this thing with Nini. Right. Because it doesn't seem, like, genuine. It seems very put on. Yeah. Like, I don't really care. Um, yeah. But we do get some nice scenes involving Shrey. And by nice, I mean, like, dealing with real issues. Hmm. The first part, like, she wants to break it to her kids that this is happening with her dad. I mean, not her dad, her husband. You think that it's gross for her to do it on camera, right? No, because her children are actually like adult children. So mm-hmm. that's fine. But it's like, it doesn't make sense canonically. <laughs> because like, at this point, all of last season has aired. Right. Like this is getting filmed months after the reunion. Mm-hmm. So like, the jig's up. Like, <laughs> we all know... What happened last season between Sheree and Bob? That's true. I didn't think about that. I didn't bring myself out of the scene. Now that you're in the cinematic universe, you have to think about these things, Brendan. Um, So I just, I feel like she's just like stirring this up for no reason. Like her kids obviously know like what happened last season. Right. I mean, but like Sheree is not like, Sheree is great when she's commenting on what others are doing. Yeah. I don't love Sheree's storylines. I like her just bopping in and out. She needs to be around. I st- like. I would love for her to hold center peach, but while commenting on <laughs> yes. all the peaches all next the other- to her. Yes, I agree. But her life coach is named Jack Daniels, and that's all mm. I wanted to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saw someone tweet something like, oh, my life coach is like named like Three K- Buck Chuck. Kettle or- One. <laughs> um, okay. Kenya... We learn a little bit about the backstory with her and her man, mm-hmm. which, interestingly enough, fellow member of the Bravo Cinematic Universe, Chef Robay, apparently introduced Kenya to her now husband. Yes. Which, which I thought was, was interesting. Chef Robay had an, has his own show for a second, yeah. but after appearing, was it on Atlanta years ago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was also on Atlanta. Um... And we found out that 
uh, what's his name? Kenya's husband has a restaurant here in Brooklyn. Yeah, and it Soko was, Brooklyn. Soko. We may be attending soon. We may not be. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. Um, I did like, I liked Kenny and Cynthia on the little walk. And Cynthia seems to like be, ref- I like how in her singledom, she said, Kenya has a husband, now I have a lake. And earlier in the show, she was like, I'm just here at the lake with the deer and the squirrels. Mm-hmm. I like Grey Gardens, but by herself, Cynthia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Lake Bailey. She doesn't need, like, another woman taking up. Right. And also, room. I would like to say something about Lake Bailey and the naming of Lake Bailey. I'm pretty sure other people live on that lake and have lived on that lake before. No. <laughs> before it is now Lake Bailey. <laughs> when you go back to Georgia. Go look for Lake Bailey. You should go like row a boat in Lake Bailey. That's so creepy. <laughs> Maybe I'll stand on the other side of the shore with some balloons. But you, like, like you could go row a boat like Jason Blossom and Cheryl Blossom. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're like in like literally this text thread we're on is also blowing up about Riverdale and I'm like it's distracting me. It's too much. <laughs> it's like okay, let's move on. Uh Shamia's bridal shower. Why does Shamia not have a peach? We have Well, I think something you touched on just a second ago is because Candy doesn't want to talk about all the stuff from last year with Portia yeah. and Shamia was like in the mix of that during the reunion. Yeah. So that's why Shamia doesn't have a peach. No, I think it's because of Kim and Nini. Yeah, but that's the added thing. Because I think like they could have they could have <laughs> Shamia have a peach. They could have Shamia have a peach without without bringing up the candy stuff. Because it's like, hey, I'm Shamia. Portia, you're being a bad friend. Like I know, but do you not remember the the Stuff was interrelated. Oh, I know. I know it's interrelated. Yeah. Because everyone was accusing Candy and Shamia of hooking up. I mean, the story, the plot line here still is like, Portia won't go to Kenya for the wedding and not Kenya the person, Kenya the country, because Her Portia has a disease. She has a disease. She has a condition, just like you. I do have a condition, but I can travel on long flights with my condition. Um, yeah. But like, but... But Portia can travel only if she's in first class. And now first class has jumped up from the thousands to the, like to a 10,000 mark. If they, if the producers really cared. I know. They'd be like booking it anyway. Yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Well. Other than the fact that Nini is not in this episode. Nini wasn't in this episode. She's fucked up. She swerved us. Why is she in the intro scene? It should be like. Aviva getting her apple snatched when Aviva wouldn't go on the trip. It's just, it's really weird that they chose not to do it because there were throwaway scenes in this. Yeah. Like, give Nini. It like... wasn't like an action packed episode until the end. Um, I do want to say we got another bout of Kenya breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. okay. with a producer. Yeah. We got, we've seen this more than once with Kenya where she's talking to a producer and they need to use the the audio for it. So they say like producer and show their, whatever they said. It's so weird that they are still doing this. Well, it's so weird. Yeah, I agree. Kenny doesn't have enough going on in her life. She's like the Farrah mm-hmm. Abraham of real. Oh yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say this is what they should do for Beverly Hills. 
Make the producers yeah. part of the Ugh, thing. Please. You have well, nothing. I don't think they would even have anything with producers. What are they going to talk about with know. the producers? I feel like I've seen, about like... Pikachu? I've definitely seen, like, paparazzi footage of the producers with the Real Houses of Beverly Hills, and some of the producers were hot. So at least there would be that. <laughs> but they don't show, like, the producers' faces in this. Right, but in they Atlanta. could. Mm, okay. There's just an option. Okay, an option. Dallas? OC? OC. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the timeline. Okay. So, they tried to recap this boring-ass season at the beginning, and no one, like, it's like, who cares? Well, I do have to say, though, they brought up the Kodo insurance thing, and I feel like if they had leaned into the Kodo insurance thing more, I would have been interested. I literally wrote, we didn't get any Kodo insurance renovation. We had that kooky secretary. We had Michael, like, getting on the board. The thing is... If things had gone differently and Vicky had made up with everyone, I wonder if the finale party would have been... The Kodo Kodo reveal? reveal. That would have been a lot more natural. We didn't know that Megan was working on this candle line, did we? I mean, we knew, like, the the King Edmonds, like, have candles, but, But, like, like, that's pretty much it. We didn't know she was presenting, like, this brand new, like, part of it or whatever she was doing. So I think that, I think that might have been their original intention, but Mm. they couldn't make it look realistic. Yeah. Just my fan theory. Yeah. Um, but we do have some Kodo stuff. We have the woman who is a star. Yeah. Give her an orange. Give her an orange. She can't work her headset. That was like the most interesting <laughs> part of the season so far. No, you have to admit that the vacation was actually good. Parts of it. Okay. Um, there's like some business partners that I've never seen before mm. at Kodo Insurance. And, like, I'm very interested about, like, they voted someone off the board to bring Michael onto the board. I didn't know there was a board. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, how does this whole operation work? Like, there, I don't know. But those guys were, like, the slimiest looking guys. But Michael looked happy. I like when Michael's happy. And we had a flashback montage that really could usher in, like, this being Vicky's last season. Oh, it was like a retrospective yeah. on like everything with Kodo. Yes. Yeah, we saw Vicky back in 2008 or whenever. <laughs> in a bedroom with, with Lori. <laughs> um, so then we go over to Kelly and some homosexuals are giving Kelly's mom a makeover. Mm. And she looked great at the end. Yeah. I tuned out for that. during this? Pro- no, no, no. Uh, okay, and then okay, so there was one more scene before we get to the finale party, and it was Tamara and Ryan preparing for Sydney's graduation party. And Ryan had me more scared than anything on Scared Famous. The shave, like he had like the biggest beard before, and he was now shaved. Now he was shaved, and like has aged twenty years. You think? I thought he looked a lot better without the beard. I don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I think it's like one of those things that's like super jarring when somebody who has that much facial hair. I think the facial hair was counteracting the hair loss on top. Mm-hmm. So that without like, without it on the bottom. He could have worn a hat. Like, just yeah. put on a fucking hat. Put on a hat. You're going to a graduation outside, bitch. <laughs> and this whole scene really was insane. Given the context that we know. Right. Of like, the, the terms of Sydney wanting Tamara around in her life is like, I don't want to be 
filmed. I don't want you to talk about me, this and that. And we're filming the scene preparing to go to her event. It's like fucking Tamara's a fucking addict. Just listen. She's a fucking addict and can't not film. What would Tamara do without this show? Cut fitness. No, like no one's showing up there. There's like none of these women are like, like Peggy would be fine without the show. Mm-hmm. Fucking Lydia would be fine without the show. Megan would be fine without the show. Yeah. Vicky would be fine without the show. Yeah. Tamara wouldn't. Shannon, probably not either. But no, I think Shannon's fine. I mean, like child child support, alimony, all that stuff. I mean, that house they had was like. An expensive house. Right, but then they had, like, downgraded to that rental. We don't know what happened. We never found out what really happened, did we? No. Sneaky David Bedore with his bug eyes. He probably spent all that money on marathon training and mud- tough mutter training. And hotel rooms with his mistress. Oh my god, no. Allegedly. No, 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 no. Okay. The candle party. Um, the signature drink is blue. Which is nauseating. Sick. I would have like been into that, like eighteen years old, going to like a bar, like getting a stupid drink, like a Midori sour or something. The only blue drinks I will drink is like a blue Gatorade. Even that in my old age. You won't drink a Gatorade. I used to like love vitamin water, and then my dentist was like, "Are you drinking like soda?" I was like, "No," and they were they were like, "What are you drinking?" Like vitamin water, and they're like, it's all sugar, you can't drink that. So now I just drink like water and seltzer. Oh, I was talking about like one Gatorade, like, oh, like now and then, like a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's I think that's too much, maybe. Okay, (laughs) okay, (laughs) but also leading up to this party, I was thinking, like, how are they gonna justify Peggy coming to this party considering we left off with Peggy and Megan having the biggest fight out of anything that happened this season. And we got a dumb little flashback We had scene. a flashback that lasted 30 seconds of literally just Peggy saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> the flashback. Like, no context. Just a lunch with, like, Peggy, Megan, and Kelly, maybe? Yeah, and you know they or threw Lydia, them. Or no, Lydia, probably. You know they threw them in there, like, yeah. two weeks after just they were filming. <laughs> like, not even before the party. Um, Shannon, David... And then Kelly and Michael limo ride very um, Tamara and Simon Barney mm-hmm. from... Oh my God, like times two. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I want a divorce times two. And it was so uncomfortable because like Kelly and Shannon decided to have a drink and like the guys weren't. And like, it was like one of those extended awkward, like weird things. I do have to say, you know... Obviously, we, we know things about Kelly Dodd as a person that we're not crazy about. But next season, I would love a Shannon, Kelly Dodd, two single sisters in this economy, supporting each other. I like that vision. Yeah. Give us that or don't give us anything. Give us that or don't come back. Like, build the season around that. Yeah. Give us that or don't come back. Cancel OC. Cancel <laughs> Beverly <laughs> Hills. <laughs> Pick up Riverdale. <laughs> Do an extended season of Dallas. Mm. You can't be greedy, though. Because when you get greedy is when you get these seasons that last half a year. Well, yeah, that's true. That's why New Jersey took so long to like come back into its glory. Because they were filming all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, let's get back to OC. Okay. <laughs> 
So Brianna and Ryan are here, oh, and and I and I like tense stop when I saw her because Judy and, and Liddy are there, but oh like God. nothing went down. Well, what's thankfully. the point? What's the point of having them all there if nothing's going to go down? Because the end of the season. But that's when it happened last. What's time? his name? Brian or Ryan? Ryan. Ryan. I just get so nervous whenever he comes on screen. Yeah, he's not well. Like he's going to yell or like raise his hand at me. Allegedly. Oh my god. Uh. Allegedly. No, I'm not, it's not, I'm not even talking about like an event that's occurred, but he just like strikes the fear in me. Okay. Um, Vicky's making a big deal of it. Like, oh, we don't do candle parties like this in the Midwest. You oh, haven't my... lived in the Midwest in how many years? Oh, yeah, she like rebukes the Midwest. Yeah, you cry every time you go back there. <laughs> you like drag back to the Midwest. Um, and She's then... with that man she doesn't love. Yeah, Steve. Lodge. And then we get this whole new storyline about how Vicky, Tamara said Vicky planted a story about her family or some shit, probably to the OC register or some oh. other outlet. And it's just like, I don't care about this. Like, we don't care. Just resolve it. Like, put us out of our misery. And that's what we're going to be talking about. The whole reunion probably is this fucking story. Who does Juicy Scoops Heather McDonald show up with? She's just like a friend to the show. No, but she she arrives <laughs> to this party with some of these people. I don't think she did. I think she was standing there. She, I think she was standing no, there. No, no. Yes. I beg to differ. Then it was probably Roll Shannon. the tapes. No, it wasn't Shannon. It was probably Tamara then. I it's feel Tamara. No, I feel like... It wasn't... Her car... Like, Heather McDonald's car, like, followed... Shannon and Kelly's car. Maybe. I feel like she was always just there alone. And it was like, it's so jarring because like, she's got the dark hair and like, I have so many thoughts. Um, okay. Yeah. I, what else do you have to say? Mm, Kelly was being like, so crazy with Michael. Okay. Team no one in this situation because, yeah, she was being sort of, like, standoffish, but he was also a creep. In what way? He said something along the lines, and I, I wrote it down because I thought okay, it was so okay. creepy, about her boobs. I'm not allowed to play because they're still recovering. Like, play? Like, um, you don't say that in front of, like, your, your wife's friends. And she was grossed out by that. It's like if you were talking about... <laughs> And I just did two hand motions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like the worst thing in the world, but it's I not my it's favorite gross. thing in the world either. I think it's disgusting. But I, she was just being a Looney Tune like from all night start to finish with well, him. Well, like that's what we signed up for with the Kelly mm-hmm. movie. I know, She's I know. And like we're, we're all keeper, I guess. Uh, it's okay. just like this was to me was like them all standing around in different groups talking about different things at different times. And, and then being like, forced together. Yeah. And we learn... At the end, Megan's trying for a baby again. I liked Shannon saying in her confessional that her weight and marriage don't dictate her happiness. And we learned Brianna's moving to North Carolina. <laughs> and Vicky should go with her. Yeah. And open up the North Carolina branch of Kodo. Because they want to go national. So mm-hmm. I'm to start with North Carolina. My last two notes were the end was boring and Tamara's a bad mom. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Dallas, final part of this reunion of two parts. Thankfully, they got a second part. 
But these girls, I don't think, know how to do a reunion yet. Yeah, and they weirdly did, like, this, like, weird editing at the beginning that was, like, recapping things, like, I guess from last week. But it also just, like, tied up the Leanne walking off thing. And yeah. all of a sudden we were back on the couch. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's, a lot of it's about Mark Duber. And, like, we were with him for two segments in this. And I think he's so gross. Um, <laughs> um, I did like Andy asking him, what do you say to viewers who think you don't like your daughter? And he said, well, I love my daughter. I noticed the word choice there. Um, What's the word choice? What do you say to viewers who think you don't like your daughter? And he said, well, I love my daughter. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, wow. I'm coming in hot today. Um, and he, like... We get a flashback of his little fit about, like, having grown-up dinners, which is just, like, mm. you have a daughter who's a three-year-old, four-year-old. Like, grow the fuck up yourself. You don't need a grown-up dinner, bitch. Also, like, number one, it's not forever. Number two, like, go out to dinner. Yeah. Get a babysitter. Yeah. Well, we saw how that worked out last time. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. The, there was a really great moment when they were talking about the boys at the Roundup. Mm-hmm. And, like about how people calling each other gay and like is gay an insult and leanne said in one of my favorite mm. reunion moments quote you didn't name the shark on watch what happens live the gay <laughs> shark as an insult <laughs> she makes a good point and then and he said well i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> that's true um and then carrie said she feels better Terrible for saying that Rich had a small D. And there was a little bit of revisionist history Mm -hmm, here. mm -hmm. Carrie claims she did that in retaliation to the Leanne saying stuff about Mark's stuff. But if you roll the tape back to when we were watching it, she didn't know about the rumors until after she had said that about Rich. Which I'm surprised because I feel like Carrie would normally like plan out her moves a little bit better than that. But nobody called her on it. Yeah. And I don't think Leanne, like, remembered. And Andy didn't remember because he doesn't really like the show. Is anybody paying attention <laughs> except for me? Um, my other two takeaways are I love us constantly going back to Deandra as, the, like, the matriarchal voice of reason. Right. Andy keeps turning to her, like, how do we... Deandra, how do we process this? Mm-hmm. How do we move on? And Deandra giving her her wise sage knowledge. And I did like they ended this episode, and Andy said we're going to end this episode like we did the New York City reunion and talk about our roses and thorns from the season, mm. which is something I employ on yeah, the regular. You, lo- you love a rose. I and love thorn. a rose and thorn. I really think that it like brings people together. Um, I did think like. The Brandy Steph interaction was so obnoxious, and like their interactions throughout this whole reunion, I wasn't crazy about. Right. Will you accept this rose? Um, though they were hanging out with Stassi Schroeder on Stassi's Instagram story, which does excite me. Which does excite me, and it looked like Stassi like posted another tweet or something on the plane, like she was like finally tuning into Dallas, like watching early episodes. You know what's really interesting is that Brandy and Steph are not quite contemporaries with Stassi, but, like, contemporaries with, like, Chris and Duty. Crazy. Um, <laughs> and then just a couple more things. Leanne made me sad, sad when she said 
her she didn't have any roses because she felt like she's in an empty garden. No, she, like her garden's filled with filled with thorns or something. Yeah. She said, I feel like I'm in an empty garden. Sometimes it's hard for me to see my roses because of my thorns. Mm. Um, and then... And then Andy's like, you're engaged. <laughs> and then Andy's like, Deandra, give us our closing thoughts. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's the matriarch. And Andy doesn't have closing thoughts. She's the mate. Speaking of closing thoughts, let's go over to Jersey. Sure. Um, beautiful episode. I know. This is episode seven. And Jersey has given us maybe like one episode that was sort of boring. Yeah. But like everything else has been on I'm, fire. I'm engaged. I'm paying attention. Yeah. We're back at rails. We're back at rails. And I want to say something about Dolores. She is quickly becoming a fucking amazing housewife. She's not afraid anymore. She's bringing it. And there are going to be moments where we do this recap where I keep on pointing out Dolores's behavior in an iconic housewife. Like, it's almost like she studied, you know? <laughs> she studied. She went to the Leanne Locken School of Housewives. <laughs> no, not even like the Leanne Locken. It's like someone a little better than Leanne Locken. Mm. Trying to think of like who it could be. But, like, maybe she, like, studied with Dorinda or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at Rails, a favorite place from last season. Mm-hmm. We went to Rails. The like, only place they'd let them film. Yeah, nine <laughs> times last season. And we're having a Dolores and Teresa sit down. And Dolores does something that no one on New Jersey has really done other than, like, an FOH or an outside character. Insinuate that Joe Giudice has cheated on Teresa. Yeah, that's not the only thing she insinuated <laughs> in the sit down. It was like epic. She first goes in on Danielle. Yes. And oh, yes. says to Teresa, you're believing some crazy bitch over me. And I think she's either crazy or trying to put a wedge between Tree and Delore. There's something so not right. I think she does drugs. I think she's on medication. She's pathological. And then Teresa's answer is she does yoga. Yes. <laughs> she's namaste. <laughs> And then that's when Dolores goes into 20 years ago. She says, 20 years ago, I didn't want to put up with mm-hmm. what you put up with in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And Teresa's like, like, you could see like the gears turning in Teresa's head, like trying to like figure out what she's saying. And like, it clicks for a moment. And then she's like, uh. and then Dolores <laughs> being the professional that I think she is walked it back real quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, they were like, fine by the time it mm-hmm. was, like, actually time to order the meal. But, like, we know what Dolores said. Yeah. <laughs> we know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're getting a lot of, like, a lot of just, like, laying the groundwork for this um, retreat yes. that Siggy wants to invite us on. So I think Dolores has, Dolores goes over to Siggy's while Siggy's eating a huge ice cream sundae bowl. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Where... Siggy calls Margaret to invite her and has Margaret in her phone as uh, Marjet. Or, yeah, some unwell spelling. <laughs> that ice cream looked good, though. Like some fucking ready whip. Here's the thing. That, I, I don't need... He's about to say something boring. I don't need a whipped cream. I don't need a chocolate sauce. Give me a nice artisanal ice cream. Like a good flavor, mix-ins, mix-ins, not toppings. 
as as a former former Cold Stone professional, you should know the importance of a mix in. I also know the importance of a topping. Yeah, but the toppings are just like way to get some more money. They're not actually good. Fucking whipped cream is amazing. Okay. God, to please each their call, own. Please call us on seven one seven four seven freak and tell Dan that he's a freak for not liking whipped cream and hot sauce. It's just like a distraction from the main. Why event. can't you have both? Distraction. Okay, so she calls to invite Margaret to this retreat, an mm-hmm. overnight retreat, because Siggy wants to expand her empire to overnight retreats. I <laughs> this I will say this is a first in Housewives history, an overnight retreat empire thank you jersey for doing something new and like just to jump ahead a little bit without actually getting there like i don't really understand like the economy of this all well there is a big market for like these kind of speeches and these kind of retreats but siggy seemed to employ a lot of additional people although all those people could be trying to get like generate business Two, I guess. I think what it was was like she is partners with that divorce attorney, and then yeah. like so it's like they, you want a divorce? Come on! And me. then I think they invite vendors to yeah come in and do what they do. Yeah, like the plastic surgeon wasn't doing plastic surgery there. He was like <laughs> he just got people open. He was like, "Here's my business card. Come in mm-hmm. for this, this, and this." Yeah, but like, let's get back to right. yeah. We're being invited. ZMLS and Margaret go to lunch to talk about it. Yes. And then they talk about, I think, an Instagram post that Siggy posted of her. That was on the bus on the way oh, there. Oh, on the bus. Okay. With like the, like she's holding like a bow and arrow. And it's like very uh, Jennifer Lawrence catching fire. Yeah. Like Hunger Games. Probably directed <laughs> at Margaret. Yeah. Um. So. Let's just go to the conference, but before we go there, should we play our our caller? Our caller? Sure, yeah. Let's take a listen to friend of the show, LA's own Jimbo. Hey guys, it's James, aka Jimbo, coming at you live from Los Angeles. I have to make this quick because I'm at work, but let me tell you something. If there is a Siggy apologist left on this planet... Turn on your location, because I want to fight. I'm serious. I want names, emails, full contact information for all those women who went to that stupid-ass retreat and paid money to Soggy Flicker. I cannot. I'm done. I've had it. I'm over it. No more Siggy. Ban Siggy. Bye. Thank you, Jimbo. A little scary. A little scary. But, you know, like, it's hard, because, like, as crazy as Siggy is right now, it's refreshing that we're like changing the subject. I said this a couple weeks ago, but like Siggy is a refreshing villain. Yes. yes. Like after years of slogging through the Teresa versus Melissa, Michigosh, like I don't, I'm happy to have it. I'm happy to be out here with this crazy woman who threw her fucking purse at the wall when she walked into the (laughs) retreat because she was so excited. The shady edit that she gets. I know. For the retreat that she's like putting on the show to encourage people to attend. Of her just rambling nonsense about empowering women. It like felt like you were in a tea kettle that was about to like (laughs) 
start whistling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like getting so like This hot is your second mention of tea. In the tonight. anticipation. <laughs> well, we're gonna spill the tea. Are you in like prime tea season <laughs> no. right now? <laughs> um Yeah. But then oh. she puts Did you notice the PowerPoint slide that did not change for the hours that they were sitting down? It was just a picture of Siggy. And Beautiful. like something like a empower your life and it like the font was so bad. yes it's it was so uh, like 1998 like someone get this woman a graphic designer get her a millennial um then she publicly shames margaret oh my god well at first when like everyone was like is she doing this I was like i didn't know it was gonna go the direction that it went it went in a nicer direction than Initially, it went in a nicer direction mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, nicer, I guess, in a way, but, like, she called out Margaret, like, saying, like, I had this problem with Margaret here, and, like, I realized, like, I don't even remember, like, her justification. She was, like, she was like I think the reason I thought it went a little better is because she was, like, trying to be some level of, like, self-deprecating and, like, put it on herself. Oh, yeah. the so- I was bullied as a kid. You calling me Soggy Flicker, Margaret, brought me back to a time in my childhood when people called me Ziggy, Squiggy, Siggy the Sea Monster, and Cigarette. <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> um, so that was fine. It, it escalated, but it de-escalated quickly, and they seemed to be fine after the initial room situation, at least on the surface. As a quick aside, why was Kyle Richards in the Wonder Movie commercial? Because this wasn't like Bravo SponCon. Because it was like a mishmash of other people that aren't on Bravo. Because she's a mother. Was it an NBC? I actually a wonderful watch, mother? <laughs> I actually fast forwarded through that part because mm. you guys had sent me the thing and I had mm. been doing laundry and I uh, wanted to get back okay, to like okay. where I was. But was it like other NBC people in it? No, I think it was like... I, I only know this show because like people have said it and I know nothing else. Chrisley knows best. That's NBC Universal. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's on, I forget what channel it is, but it's definitely, I think it's under the same umbrella. Like E, maybe? Maybe. But okay. yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it's under the same umbrella. And there were like one or two other non-Bravo people. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, get that spawn con, Kyle. So, let's go to the zone. Was it called the zone room? Get in the zone, auto zone? <laughs> Where they have like, like makeovers and like a plastic surgeon and like a a t-shirt photographer a photographer and then like wine and is this them trying i noticed things when they went to danielle she's the only one i noticed with a glass of wine in her hands and then like i noticed like they had her like clink glasses with Teresa at one point in like a way that felt that they were giving her like Maybe Dolores is right, and she is on drugs. Edit. I didn't notice that. I did because I wasn't gaming during it. Well, you know, I there's two things. Number one, Margaret doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. Number two, last season Teresa didn't drink because I don't think she was allowed to drink. Yeah, but Teresa's been drinking this season. I know, but I, I, she probably like keeps a closer eye on it. No, I know, and like it would be. One, I think other people in the room were walking around with glasses of wine, but like it felt like mm. they. I felt like they showed Danielle, like, go order her wine. I felt like they showed her, like... That's an interesting thing. I didn't notice that. And it feels like that sort of thing. It feels like they do when they want to imply... Like, make a point, yeah. Um, but speaking of Danielle, we, I, I think... I don't know if it's at this point or some point in this episode. 
we get a flashback of accusations against Danielle, which was... It was... At the dinner, maybe? Yes. It was actually really, 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 really brilliant editing, and I don't want to get to it yet. Okay, because fine, fine, fine. I'll put a pin in it. But, like, let's get to the dinner, but before we go to that particular point, I thought this was really well done by both the editors and the participants. Mm. So we're just giving like feedback for the day. Everyone's like, Oh, like this is great. This is great. Mm. I hope like maybe we get into like a little deeper thing tomorrow. Like maybe like it can be less focused on relationships. And then Danielle goes, now that we're being open. And then that's when she starts to go into Dolores. Um, and she says something like along the lines of for someone to say that I'm medicated or something. And this is, this is a very particular editing moment that I loved. Dolores was eating a bite of like salad or something, barely looked up, but didn't really look up and said, are you then bit and put the fork back down. I watched like seven times. Dolores is an MVP. I feel like people are not talking about this. She's like, anyways. So, but don't don't you agree? Like that that's not in the conversation right now, right? I think because she was such a mouse last yeah, year, yeah. and like maybe Siggy and Margaret are overshadowing her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then this is where you were talking about, yeah. And it was in a confessional where Dolores goes, "I don't trust." Danielle because well where do you want me to start and right then it went to the montage which like Dina Caroline Teresa Jacqueline chef kiss emoji it was so crazy yeah and that's then where she like said something else and she said the elevator doesn't reach the top yeah yeah beautiful Mm. line too yeah we wanted it as the title for this week's episode Mm, but Bravo didn't release that clip, so here we are. <laughs> um, this Vicky person, who is the divorce lawyer... Is she trying to get a tomato? At some angles, I couldn't place who she looked like. And Oh, I... Say who you think. The girl who breaks Heather Dubrow's cake. Oh, I was going to say that she may go to the same people as Jacqueline Larita because oh, there's I see like a similar sheen. The Larita face. Yeah. <laughs> But do you see what I'm saying, too? Yeah. Like, she's not quite a Jacqueline Rita because she looks nothing like Jacqueline. Yeah, but there's, yeah. like, aspects. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then... So, so Margaret's staying with Dolores and Siggy. and Siggy. And then the other three sisters. Yeah, and every time... So then we get, like... We keep on getting, like, the three people rooming together just alone. Yeah. And it's always, like, around a sad pastry basket... And, like, in the morning, um, the next morning, the fun suite, I'll call it the fun suite, the Teresa, Melissa, they had, like, mimosas. And then Danielle starts to, like, peddle a conspiracy theory about Siggy and Margaret making up so quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she turns out to maybe be right. But we know that it doesn't last. (laughs) Right, no, that's what I'm saying. She, like, thinks she was onto it before the rest of us. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Although it kind of takes a turn once we go outside for like the day two morning activities. Right. So Siggy wants to test out her activities on herself. And they need a licensed professional in here because this exercise (laughs) is like, 
almost like what you shouldn't do yeah. in therapy or any sort of like thing. Like you act <laughs> like, like do <laughs> their, their prompt was like, do what the other person does. Act <laughs> out, like so act out what you think is wrong with the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so unwell. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like the episode cuts off at the end of Margaret's performance of Siggy. And like the, Half the girls are, like, laughing, but, like, Siggy looks like... Like she's about to explode. And it's, like... And Dolores is, like, hiding her face. Siggy Sig, like, what did you think was gonna happen? Yep, you... You created this monster. So... These women are giving us great things, and as we saw from the mid-season trailer... This mid-season trailer... Had more shocks... And Oz. And Oz than anything in Beverly Hills. And this is a mid-season trailer. We had... I, this is the most I've gasped during a, a trailer. Teresa apologizing to Danielle's kids That's, for things she said. Did you, was it, were you going to say the same thing I was? Literally I, the only thing from the mid-season trailer I wrote down was, oh my fucking God, Tree apologizing to Danielle's kids. I almost jumped out the 21st floor window of this building. I really wish you had. When so that happened. I record this today. <laughs> <laughs> um there was a lot going on and it seems like next week we get some of like the big juice too because did you watch watch what happens live no they showed like a clip from what i think is next week where Ter- uh, dolores and siggy have been talking to kim d and kim um, d is making accusations against Teresa, yeah, 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 yeah. claiming Teresa's seeing another man or something like that which we heard too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and Teresa gets it in her head that Dolores didn't like stick up for her, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah. is wrong. And Teresa throws a glass against a wall at a restaurant. Oh my god! And that's when Dolores gets up and does her Dolores. You guys, watch out for Dolores. You know, I was I was trolling the New Jersey Wikipedia today. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the, what the ratings used to be and where we're at now. Fallen from grace. We were like in the three millions before with New Jersey. Well, they had. They had a few years where it was like, it's like on top, boop boop boop. But then they, they could like do anything. Let it fall. Yeah, I noticed Jacqueline Lorita, Lorita's been posting stuff like, "Oh, the we rate. work so hard to get where we were, and it's sad that it's no longer that high." <laughs> oh my god. Well, no, but I say that, but I say we're onto something here. Yeah, we're onto something. But like, even when we know we're onto something like this, the in world Dallas, doesn't know. Like, come on, come people, on, guys. Listen. To us. Listen to the Come Through Queen boys. We love Shannon. <laughs> we love Dallas. We love New Jersey. The boys at Come Through Queen. The like the boys at the round. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not okay. a scholar of anything. Let's... Can't retain a thought. Let's <laughs> do the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay, so this... The Freak really had... Like, had Dan... I've never seen him so excited as he was earlier today talking about this story, which is actually... I was outs- talking about it yesterday, too. I know, but yeah. like... I didn't see you in person yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, This is outside of our normal realm, but... No, it actually is in the normal realm, because it's in the morning talk genre. Sure, but we have choices in morning talk, and we're not watching The Chew, usually. You know, I used to love The Chew. Just, like, get a little inspiration for meals, da-da-da. But anyway, Freak of the Week. It's co-freaks of the week. Former hosts of What Not to Wear, Clinton Kelly and Stacey London. So let me tell you what happened. What ha- what had happened? What had happened was a fan 
not really a fan. Someone just trying to make fun of Stacey and, and Clinton, like posted this photo of a clip of them from what not to wear. And they were wearing like two crazy outfits that were actually like probably very much of the time in 2003 mm-hmm. or whatever it aired. So they tagged Clinton and uh, Stacy. We later learned Clinton saw the tweet, clicked on Stacy's handle to see like what she's up to and learned that he was blocked. So he tweeted a screenshot of the fact that he was blocked and then the internet went wild. Literally went wild. It did. And so like, <laughs> I mean, page six was reporting on it. Actually like every outlet was reporting on mm-hmm. it. And, he, and Clinton talked about this on the chew today, how he was getting interview requests from everyone. And he actually talked about Stacy and his book, which I didn't really know existed. Like how everyone has a book. Except I know they me. all have a book, uh, but like apparently, you know, they did the show for a very long time. There was like at least one season where they were really not even talking to each other. Mm-hmm. They had like high highs and low lows, and you Sounds know, sounds familiar. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and like he doesn't regret the show or doing anything, but he says like part of him would be fine with never seeing her again, and part of her like wants to see see her and give her a hug or some nonsense. I don't know. So like he talked about it on the chew today, and it was just so funny seeing him recap it and like the chew panelists talking about this because this is usually not the subject matter that they are right, usually they're talking to. about like a ravioli a or something yeah. or like thanksgiving's around the corner and normally they're talking about like how to brine the turkey yeah come on here's joy behar no but i love the chew carla hall michael yeah. simon carla hall lives in dc full-time and know? she has like a new a little restaurant here in brooklyn too and she's got like a outpost at barclays mm-hmm. oh i i know that <laughs> wasn't the best chicken mm-hmm. finger okay. i've had in my life Brennan, who is the one true queen? Oh, I will tell you who the one true queen is. So Queen um, Chrissy Teigen posted, got into like the best little Twitter back and forth that made me very happy. And I think she actually, I think people involved actually deleted some tweets. But so she tweeted something about... um, Real Housewives of OC, and she didn't tag anyone, but yeah. it was about the interaction between Megan King Edmonds and Peggy. And Peggy, she, she was trying to explain like Peggy's train of thought. Right, right, right. So Peggy jumps into the comments and just like her, Peggy and Megan go back and forth for a long time. Peggy yeah. has since deleted all her tweets about it, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, and the last. The last tweet was Megan saying, but Peggy, you're classy. This can't be you because you're a classy person would never say you can't be dumber than you look. Have some respect at your words. Crying face emoji. And then Chrissy Teigen, the queen that she is, and I feel like we've named her queen many times on this show. Yeah, sure. She said, we should settle this at my house. Can't wait for Cravings 2, the sequel to Cravings 1. Um, Amazing quick Megan King Edmund said, sadly, we are... Beyond mediation. Well, I think that just speaks to the fact that Peggy is done. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, she's anti-gay. Yeah. Come on, Andy. Yeah. So, that is it for this week. Yeah. Love us, love us, please. Re- just kidding. <laughs> oh um, so, you can follow Dan at IDK. IDK. You can follow me at NotBrendan. You could subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play if you're just stumbling upon us for the first time. I wonder if you're just stumbling. 
you can call us at 71747freak. Yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Come Through Queen. And that's it. So love us, love us. Please retweet, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Oh my God. See you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>